myself mohsen very suck yeah i'm the indian guy who's going to help the indian people with moving into the uk i guess shout out indian people let's go shout out india shout out t series actually i'm waiting for you guys to leave i want to be in the podcast but the way we do that that's different moving away from home i'd heard stories about it this isn't my home it's changed my life i really wish someone told me hello and welcome to another episode of statelessness a show where the question where are you from does not have a simple answer my name is anas also commonly regarded as the first statelessness before i introduce today's guest i want to wish a merry christmas to all my friends and family and to you too I hope you have a festive night filled with joy and gifts that you won't have to return. By the way, I heard that Santa becomes really happy when you give. So give this show a subscribe on wherever you're listening to right now. It really helps boost the podcast up the charts. You also get the chance to feature in Santa's non-naughty list or rap 2019. I don't know than my non-knowledge of Christmas. I just only had a Christmas meal yesterday and that was my first encounter with Christmas, like, ever. In fact, when my friends invited me to join them for Secret Santa a few weeks ago, I refused because I secretly didn't know what it meant and I didn't want to embarrass myself. So, anyway, thank you if you're following the show right now. Alright, so, today's guest. He was born to two Indian parents, but he only got to live briefly in India. Majority of his life was spent in Dubai, Emirates. Camels, money, we'll hear an insider story from him, breaking any myths that you might have about Dubai normal life. Also, my guest having been raised in a relatively strict family, he decided to break free for university at the age of 19 and came to the UK. I was very curious to find out how his expectations of independence were and how did his experience match what he expected and also how he managed it. Joining me and you today is Mohsen. To start with, Mohsen, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing nice, I would say. A bit wavy than usual, but... How come? Just for reasons that I make out clear before this podcast starts. All right, okay. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about them now, that's fine. Of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, where are you from? I am from... Not sure. So basically born in Dubai, but then I lived in Kashmir for all, over a year old, like I think three years or something, because I had my, like, I don't know, first grade KG1 done over there. So what, you were born in Dubai and then you only moved to <coughs> India back for your education? I think I was born in Dubai during the time period my like mom used to visit my dad because he used to be in oh. Dubai alone. So oh, I was right. born okay. during that time that she was visiting. But, but your mom actually resides in yeah, India. she resides in India. Okay. So after that, in Kashmir for a bit, and then most of my life in Dubai, like around nine, 18 years. Dubai. So the, the the two years that you actually lived in India are the two first two years of your life? Yeah. I mean, Dubai was a pretty early on stage. I don't right. remember much from India. Okay. But it's not to the extent where I don't remember anything at all. Because I mm. think I do have a good memory of my first two years. I didn't like it though. Fucking Kashmir was shit. I don't know. I just think over there, though. like compared to when I was in Dubai, is just how the kids were, I guess, in the start. Everybody felt way too aggressive. I think that's right. just how it is in government schools in general. It's just a different tone of kids, you know? 
okay as compared to a private school sometimes and in i saw the big difference in dubai and kashmir because in kashmir man damn you should get bullied and shit and i was like just in kg2 Ooh. Yeah. So, and Bruh. when you went to like Dubai in an Indian private school, it's like bullying was never even a proper thing until like the late years. Also, the the government, the Arab schools where the, it was the government schools, I think that was a bit more aggressive. Yeah. But if you look at the Gulf and you look at the people who live there, um, especially the international people who live there, mm-hmm. they they're not rich. Mm-hmm. But they don't want their kids to have a bad experience mm-hmm. of like being in a government school, mm-hmm. um, facing all that stuff because they're already outside their country. If something happens to their son or their daughter, yeah, yeah. they get in problems. Mm-hmm. So that's why they put their kids in like international schools or um, like you went to an Indian school. No, I exactly agree with that because see that's the thing, right? In the end of the day, I think people who feel like they're in their own country. they're the more like you know they're just comfortable where everybody mm-hmm. else like we knew for a fact from the start we're just immigrants in that country yes so i think everybody just played it safe over there you yeah. never felt like you were home whereas mm-hmm. compared to india i told you the bullying thing happened over there too but mm-hmm. they felt they were in their country so they don't give a shit yeah you know? yeah 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 whatever happens whatever happens like just there'd be a backup there'd be like something to get me out family yeah, or something yeah exactly and yeah. dubai is pretty particular on the whole deporting thing mm. and you know so everybody just plays it safe and when you when you grow up seeing your parents play it so safe it mm. becomes more normal to you but like since coming to the uk i like realized how how stupid of a concept of concept it is to like you know be so afraid of just getting yeah. deported from where you were born and raised but that's also part of you could be deported anytime yeah in the country that you were born and raised in yeah exactly how did that feel to you personally like how did you feel about this is where i was born this is where i spent most of my life yeah but i cannot call it home because they would deport me anytime i need a visa to go there i don't have a passport although i was born there and lived there for almost yeah you know a big chunk of my life i think how do you feel about this is a very common thing between like cuz obviously i know a lot of indian people from dubai too you know hmm. and it took us until we reached the point where we were all gone to university to just solidly realize that we just felt like we didn't have one solid home cuz i mean you you can't get kicked out of home you know yeah and india also never felt like home because i mean none of us really stayed till a majority of our life in india so india isn't that familiar to us either You, it takes you until i think university to realize it because once you're finally away from the place where you considered home you then realize the whole shit got no home proper home shit <laughs> that really makes you detached from your memories and you don't have that long term thing with with any anything that happens there because you know it's always temporary it's always going to go uh, and you don't hold on to memories for for that long and that what tends people you know in school they will be in other parts of the country other parts of the world mm. no that's a definite thing when it comes to just moving abroad in general mm-hmm. is that you just have to kind of understand that there are like certain memories that you're going to like realize they're not going to be as good you're going to give up on them and i don't know i think it's just a realization factor which i don't think is necessarily bad though mm. because compared to all the people i know who stayed in dubai after their education I just felt like there was a sense of maturity you develop when you move abroad as compared mm-hmm. to just sitting in your own country and definitely living on your own doing things on your own understanding how you need to live in a different culture entirely mm. you know out of your own comfort zone that's something that plays such a that plays that's really good for you I in think maturity, it matures in maturity it matures you in maturity it's really good for you and just generally under trying to figure out oh 
where where will where will home be at one point hmm. if you understand what i mean yeah 100% agree um let's flash back to when you were in dubai one day and you thought <coughs> i want to do university did you want to be away from home was that like a decision that you had to make or um, was it just a coincidental thing that happened that you got accepted for me particularly it was a bit different because for me i didn't want to leave dubai at one point i was very comfortable with the fact of just staying in in my own country and just studying there and that was the plan until my like late la- last year of school uh, i didn't want to leave dubai because it was just chill there i guess i had my own car chill lifestyle so i was like what's the point of leaving and then i think uh, uh, soon enough my sister was already in university and she was already in university yeah, in, in the uk in the uk as well yeah okay so when she'd come back i'd like get hints of like I don't know I just see stuff that she'd say she'd be doing on her own now and like mm. such an opportunity to become like independent was something that I wanted to chase so because of that towards the last year I got interested in actually going abroad for university otherwise I particularly wasn't aware and I didn't have like I would say support on the idea too you did or did not they didn't have to support oh, so it was more of like a solo thing where i had to go to the office myself apply mm. myself you know ah, and then right. my parents didn't know until the end until i got accepted oh i would say i had knowledge about the process yeah. but in one sense it's just that you can see that the family is it's like in the end of the day your parents will always have a preference of where they want you to study in the end of the day mm-hmm. you know and it was convenient for them too for for me to study in dubai to stay with them yeah because they're also playing it safe the same playing it safe they don't want their like something yeah, to happen exactly. to you like they want to just if you're here we know you will be okay for exactly. sure exactly but if you go we don't know we uh, don't know and they don't raise us that way as well i think do you agree with like they teach us they raise us in a way that you would always be with them ah, yeah, and at exactly. some point when you leave you will be you will leave to a wife that they chose mm, for you exactly. or a husband that they chose for you so you're going to be safe th- yeah. throughout yeah i guess the just the concept of moving away and being independent is not something that develops until much later on until they expect you to be married mm-hmm. and until then they kind of expect you to be mainly dependent on them yeah. you know you might still have a job on the side but that doesn't mean that's your main income you know you're still yeah. coming back home until you're like married until you're married yeah. from your from your parents house to your yeah high husband's house that think you get a much of a bachelor period with the indian parents yeah because <laughs> you're just like either you're a, like a kid a student or you're just married off that's that's insane um going against not against but like really you said you went through challenges you had to go through this yourself yeah, you yeah. had to be motivated to actually go what did your sister tell you that made you so that made you that you want to go oh, maybe okay. against your parents to yeah, yeah. Uh, travel abroad i think it was mainly just about her being independent that that right. really like got and struck a chord with me because for me particularly it's uh, it's pretty important to like just not i i, I get anxiety from living under some roof under someone so when i saw an opportunity to have my own place something do on my own not be supervised by someone basically yeah. and just make your own independent decision mm-hmm. that really started to get to me because my sister was in the university for the last 3 years since i was in school so in the first year it kind of like hit me and then towards the end i was like okay no i definitely want this to to happen to you yeah you want to experience that yeah and towards the end of like towards the end of high school you also felt like you you could whatever you could have done in that country you've done and you're almost like kind of bored of it 
and you're mm. like okay i want to go somewhere else i want to see what the next chapter yeah. is so you were ready to uh, indulge on new experiences and uh, really mature as a, as a person which was your goal before coming you first arrived in the uk uh, as in like flashback to when you first arrived in the crazy. uk flashback you are a fresher i'm a fresher it's your first like few days Okay, first few days. First few fresher, days. You're fresher. Okay. What do you What do you think? What do you feel? What do you experience? Because that's the peak of the experience of the first. I, mission. I don't know. It was weird. I saw two of so many white people, and I'm gonna say that's <laughs> an actual weird thing for me, because in Dubai it's just Indian people, Indian people, Arab people, and you'll get the casual white person on a beach or some shit in the rich areas <laughs> of Dubai, you know. Yeah, but here, the areas. But here, just everywhere, and I was just like, oh shit, <laughs> okay. that's the norm now. I'm like, that's the norm. <laughs> I think that instant switch to feeling like the minority out of nowhere because I How mean when you come from a place like Dubai where there's just Indian people everywhere and to instantly go from that to shit okay I don't see many of my people that's a, that's a culture shock that I think usually someone who comes from another country is going to experience it's it gets fine I mean it's not that big of a deal to me yeah, yeah, yeah. just kind of a funny things you notice instantly like ah shit <laughs> I think I started to develop a, an actual love for my own culture when I actually oh. came to UK. Yeah, because you have to actively think about yeah, what, you, exactly. like, how you're representing it and all that. No, I th- more than that, it's just like you start realizing the differences culturally, and you, you know, mm. and then you're like, oh shit, everybody has so so many things from their own culture. I hope I'm actually portraying my culture the right way. Uh. You know, if somebody asks me if I'm Indian, I'm like, yeah, I'm Indian, and then they're like, oh, but. can you speak in hindi oh shit if i couldn't speak in hindi am i really being like there's like levels to being indian over here <laughs> like you can be like indian straight out of india or like you know yeah. british indian mm-hmm. where you're like ah oh, shit i don't know actually i'm not indian at all i just have i look like an indian but I, i'm british and then you start to see like you're like oh shit where do i stand in this chart of indians yeah, should be the title of this episode the indian chart <laughs> it is man i'm telling you You said that people find their culture more when they move abroad. Definitely. When they experience when they experience other cultures and they have to actually question the norm of the, what was used to be the norm. Exactly. What why did I do this and why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Is it just because everyone else did it or did I want to do it? Mm-hmm. And that really understand your own culture better and your own self better. Yeah. Um one of the benefits for traveling there to you for free. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then so that was obviously at the beginning. How did you meet people? How did you socialize? Your first memory of that, who was it with? What situation were you in? How was that like? Well, if this is some sort of self-plug for yourself, then you were one of the first persons I have chilled with in UK. Yeah. I did not know that you basically caught me in a common room of Liberty Plaza. just playing pool alone did you really think i had that many friends <laughs> <laughs> i mean but that was yeah that was a once off thing i mean how did you meet the first the first people that you met here the first group of people so going into the first group of people i originally one second Wow, I can't believe I did this. Okay, I need some background appreciation for what the <laughs> fuck I just did while talking. Okay, we we will insert some claps in this section. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> right. Whoever knows, they know. 
whatsoever. Whoever know, they know. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, first people was I went out with a couple of freshers I met in uh, uh, the common room area. And um, we all were like freshers and shit. We just started talking. Rank a lot with them, went to the club with them. And I was like, oh, okay, nice. And then I realized, oh shit, I don't think this is my kind of a vibe. I don't really like the whole drinking, clubbing, everyday kind of a thing. It's just not me. I'm just more of a chill person. All then, right. yeah, I started chilling at home more. Met up with Maria. Yeah. Maria, flatmate. Flatmate, yeah. Nice. Maria was someone I knew for like... She was one of my flatmates in the six people that stay with us. Didn't really click that well with the other six people, but Maria was pretty chill. Yeah. And yeah, after that, Maria and me got really close. Mirto came in and then... Yes. Then eventually we all came together and now we're one big happy group. One big know? happy family. Some cute shit. So, you, d- you didn't click with English culture? I, I don't necessarily think I didn't click with English culture because I don't mind culture in general. Hmm. It's just that I think I didn't really meet people who were to my mindset, I guess. You know? Okay. Because I'm pretty sure there were like many, many chill people that I would have clicked with. It's just that I never had the opportunity to talk to them because at first it kind of felt like the English people had a separate group and the international people had a separate group. So I was more always more inclined towards the international side, not necessarily with my own culture either, just with other international students, whether like look at our own group, we have Cypriot, we have Egyptians, we have Russians. So I don't know, I guess I, I found it really cool when I came here that you can meet so many international people mm-hmm. that I always was more inclined to hang out with international people. Yeah, so it's it's more um, diversity instead of one mindset. Not mindset, but like really culture and really yeah. like things in life. But then if you can mix different cultures together, they become all more understanding, more and And with cultured. the international students, this also comes into a factor is that everybody's sharing the same feeling of being away, away from home. Yeah. That, they cannot that see the family really for makes a big difference when you're trying to connect with someone in another country mm-hmm. as compared to someone who had a one hour drive away from home you know yeah so it's like you connect with international students on that basis and it's just easier to build friendships i would say interesting um that was the experience with the with the culture and with the people how did that match what you expected before coming um i i don't really think i had any expectations coming to the uk that I'll say in surely it's just that I didn't I didn't think of it as like a big challenge or a big deal to go abroad I was like ah, whatever I guess it's time now to go abroad because it's just something I like eventually I pictured it for myself and I was like yeah I'm going to be abroad I'm going to be alone and stuff coming here I guess the only kind of difference was that it was a bit harder than I thought it would be in what in sense beginning. harder harder in the sense of I guess in the beginning it's just you're away from home you don't know anyone there. Like if you, I think if you know someone here, that's a very good thing. Like already maybe a senior of yours who's gone here or someone from your home, that really helps a lot. But I didn't know anyone at all. So it was a bit of a shock in that sense because you're like, oh shit, I have to like start fresh completely. Build friends, build like a, what is your personality over here and all of that, you know? So that's the part where I, where I didn't con- like I didn't even consider it and then when I came here I realized I had to so I think that was the part that was like an adjusting phase but I would say it, it went pretty smoothly for me for the first in the first month 
but it took me properly to form it took at least the first full semester to get used to the place um since you're from the UAE i have to ask this question mm. how was the weather ooh that's pretty messed up actually <laughs> yeah because i first came into my room and i was like yo so where's my ac at <laughs> and then i couldn't i just saw this white like rectangular thing and i'm like so where does the like where does the air conditioning start from this shit <laughs> and then i was about to ask someone but i casually mentioned it with someone else and they're like yeah dude we only have heaters here and i was like you guys don't have acs yeah man we just we need acs everywhere it goes up to 50 degrees in that bit have you gotten used to it i would like to believe i have gotten used to it the jacket upgraded this year because i was not fucking around cuz i <laughs> fucked around in first year too much right. i literally had like a hoodie and i'm like oh a hoodie and a thick warm shirt should be fine in a winter weather yeah i'm a big guy no it's not it's nothing not. is fine everything hurts it's painful <laughs> this weather makes me cry but i'm getting used to it that felt like it came from real deep from your heart you know it was a genuine hate Yeah man I'm not about the whole winter weather shit. You're not about yeah. it. Yeah. Summer summer is just a vibe man. I can That's handle really. as hot as it fucking gets. Yeah. You cannot handle the cold shit. It's mm. just not my vibe. You you cannot handle the hot. I can handle the no. hot man. 50 degrees fuck you dude. I can do No no hot. no because we live in the gulf. Yeah. So we know how hot gets and we don't handle hot because we're always used to be in ACs. Ah uh, uh, yeah but you cannot handle hot. You will sweat and once you sweat you'll be annoyed. I'm not saying hot is nice. I'm just saying I'm more used to hot. You know yeah, am, you're more used. I'm, I'm more used to hot than yeah. I am to cold. Cool. So I'll always prefer hot over cold. Plus when you're everything's in AC, I guess in the end of the day, yeah. It's like you're just having good weather in in some sort of way. <laughs> But cold is just it's just painful. Yeah. It, it hits your bones for sure. Yeah, man, like you're yeah. coming out and it's shit's like air is going through your fucking jacket. That's something I didn't realize for a long time. We'd like to mention we, uh, as in Momi and Mosen. Mosen goes to Newcastle University, by the way, which is in Newcastle upon Tyne, UK. Oh, nice! So it's north of England. The north of England is, yeah. If you think that London is cold, you're talking about something that's closer to the equator, something that is really hotter, and something that's really less windy. And London is not. Cold. And really. London is not cold. London is a city no no air breeze coming it's in the middle of everywhere. It's very congested, big buildings and it's south. So if you think London is cold and all in all you cute cute trips to shopping, London is not cold. Newcastle is it's not only cold, it's also windy. It winds like rains hard. Rains hard. I it think rains hard and it winds hard. Up about Newcastle. Wind as well. It's just the wind in Newcastle. Yeah. I can't stand. Wind. It's the wind. In London, it might be just as cold, which is cool, but the winds aren't there. Exactly. They're fucking you. The wind penet like he was saying. They penetrate your clothes, and they like, they go deep. They hit your bones. No shit. So um, we talked about the weather. Obviously, now it's. Christmas time. It's Christmas time. It is. Uh, you have <laughs> spent your Christmas in not the Christmas itself, but like you've experienced the celebrations. Yeah. The um, Christmas markets, Christmas no, lights. That's true. Um, you had Secret Santa, I heard. Oh yeah, How Secret Santa. Go? Secret Santa was a cool concept. I mean, I knew it when I was in Dubai, but I never actually implemented it. But then right. over here, like we did it properly, and I was like, oh shit. Going to Secret Santa, I think 
it was a cool concept they did the last year too to be fair the first year was a bit awkward cuz you got selected with people you barely knew so you were just like i don't know what to get them should i actually get something crazy or not and i didn't i got them like a primark thing which i kind of feel bad about now primark is a cheap shop uh, like it's like a thrift shop primark is it's not a thrift shop it's it's just capitalism gone right okay that's what primark <laughs> is it's just cheap clothes okay Sponsors. and it's like it's all right quality like you know you're what you're paying for you know but it's not the best place to buy presents i would say which i did on the like when you know you know when you're leaving for the cash counter area and then there's just these side table things where they're trying to make you buy shit before you leave i just picked up something from there that's how many fucks i gave about this person <laughs> what did you get them i don't know i think it was some fairy lights for 2 pounds and i was like man just <laughs> just can i not oh no this year it was nice actually I got a full customized calendar with my name and shit and Ooh. phrases that i've said in the past and twitter the tweets and all that shit <laughs> some boomer shit man okay boomer christmas last year christmas last year obviously we go to we go back to our countries hmm. and winter and last year was the first time i actually went back after 3 months oh. i was actually very excited to go back to the country is it friends yeah friends yeah. because you finally felt like oh my god finally the people i know from like 10 plus years mm-hmm. i'm getting to meet them you know it's such a different change from just meeting people who you've known for like a month or something yeah. to be fair i think you build relations much faster in you in university than you would with someone in school just because in school there's this forceful factor of meeting someone five times a day yes sir whether in university you're just like doing your own thing you could be going to uni alone every day if you liked you know and not mm-hmm. talk to anyone but with people who you choose to speak to and stuff you build relations much faster with them yes but you, you it will take you time to find someone don't expect to come and find someone that you could click with and really like connect with but it's going to be less people lesser <coughs> than high school probably because you, you chose them now it's the first full factor is out so you chose them so yeah. in order to choose it takes you time yeah and and it's just that now unlike in school personality was developing with the person that you were with so eventually eventually some people you're you're really close to them because you just have a lot of history with them and then yeah you, attachment you know uh over here it's just like everybody's such a developed personality so you have to actually see what matches with you and what doesn't yes. i think my my personal advice that i learned was don't stick with people just for the sake of having friends because in the beginning it'll just feel like okay if anybody talks to me i'll talk to them you know mm. because you just want to have someone as your friend at one point but if you don't get friends that are kind of like more like you or what you're into or whatever like that you're going to end up not really i think enjoying university as much because the people you're around really make a big big difference in university absolutely uni life is all about the people you're with yeah because it's either the people you're with or the culture the sorry the um, lectures that you go to Mm. and y- if you want them to be the lectures you go to it would be like it, you could go to the same lectures in your own country you know why did you come mm. here that experience that you should be out there seeking is outside of the university is with people yeah and uh, it can be really exhausting in the start which i have to say like because for me also like in the first month of university i went try hard you know talk to everyone be happy because you're you need to be in a good mood to be honest yes. just nobody wants to talk to a sad person and likelihood is you might be kind of sad because you just moved to a completely different country mm-hmm. but i would say just stick it out honestly chill talk to people don't yeah. just keep running towards your own community that's something i think i should add mm. cuz i see a lot of people like if they 
because they want anything that's familiar to home at the end of the day yeah. and a lot of people like maybe a polish person is likely to just go chill with polish people or you know an indian person just with indian people i think the one thing that i found that was so nice about coming to like another country is the fact that dude you can go chill with anyone from any culture and that really that's some that's some good shit that's the reason even our group is so diverse you know in the end of the day that is true um that's amazing actually it's a very nice um, piece of advice that he just gave there thank you mohsen for that so you you gave a few advices i know you gave already a few advices to people who f- like from a similar culture who would want to move to um, to the uk but say if it was your younger sister you know you have a younger sister yeah if she was for example to go to the uk what would you tell her tell her in the sense of it might be things that she needs to know you think she needs <coughs> to know before she comes not uh, something that would help her or something that she might stay away from or something that she might take care of what would you yeah. say what would you tell her if she's considering the uk okay? information my sister is eight right now so that's pretty far away and i'm going to be 30 but i mean imagine uh i think the first advice i would personally i would give advice according to seeing how i think she as she is as a person Hmm. Because I don't think her personality obviously hasn't completely developed. I don't know if she's more of an introvert or an extrovert. Because both would get different advice. Of course. You know? An introvert would definitely get advice that if that is your vibe, which is completely cool, just make sure you don't kind of like just end up being with yourself all the time. Because it's going to get lonely really quickly. If, mm-hmm. you, if you just... Because some people, they find a lot of comfort in that. And because of that, they just end up sticking with themselves. But I'm telling you, yeah. it just eventually makes you sad. Um, if she was more extroverted, I would definitely be like, yo, go crazy, enjoy your fucking university experience, it's a really good time, but just don't put too much pressure on yourself for it to be, like, you know, amazing, because it's not always going to be amazing, it's just, go- it's just that when you look back at it, it might be like, oh shit, I went through a lot of hard times alone, but in the end of the day, it was a really good experience overall, that's the maturity aspect of it, I would say really mature uh, opinion there as well um, we'd like to thank you very much for these uh, amazing pieces of advices and information that you really gave us I would like to end with you you talked about uh, Christmas in the UK mm-hmm. how about Christmas in Dubai nothing I mean nothing really goes on in Dubai for Christmas for me at least because my family personally we didn't really do much on Christmas. Like, we barely did shit on Eid, man. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, Eid was just go visit some relatives for the fuck of it, you know? That was Eid. Yeah. That's another thing, though. Because you don't have much relatives in your yeah, country. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. another thing of so being like the immigrant m- thing. Friends. You don't have a like, lot of family. And usually, these celebrations are much more fun when you have a lot of close family. So, you had family in Dubai? I don't. I have, like, relatives as in just ah. distant building friends that your right. parents might know. You right, know? so, like, friends. Yeah, just friends. That's it. No Christmas. No, I mean Dubai does a lot of shit where they like pull up a fancy tree here and there, but realistically nothing really goes down in Christmas. Maybe a party with your friends, ah, you know, right. like nothing too crazy. Like then that's also when you grow up later on, like towards mm-hmm. the seventeen, eighteen ish. You just start having little Christmas meets with your friends, and that's about it. All New right. Year is when we actually go crazy. Go crazy. That's yeah. yeah. Dubai goes really crazy on New Year's. Yeah, Dubai does some hyped up shit on New Year's, like. At 12 o'clock, there's not, I don't think, a single place you can find where fireworks aren't going on. That is true, and that's what we see on TV, and a guy from the live action has confirmed them to us. 
Yeah, Unless man. you've been to Dubai, Burj Khalifa, those crazy stuff that man, you should see. I'm never gonna go to Burj Khalifa. It's just not worth it. It's at least three hours of to four hours of traffic to come back home yeah. if you go in that area where they want to see Burj Khalifa. Like you know, yeah, go crazy. So I'll just do so, some more low key stuff with the friends. Yeah, celebrating Lo- the, the spirit of New Year's things that say. locals do. But you still celebrated it in some way. Yeah, definitely. What yeah. did you do then? In Dubai, usually we'd book like a place or something, maybe a villa or something, and then we'd all gather up. And it it's more fun because now everybody's in separate countries. So to see everybody come together, like 30 people or something, like 24 people come together from the same school that we've been for 10 years and shit like that, it's a really fun thing for us. 24 people? Yeah, 24 to 30 people. And these are people you actually know, you know, from school. Yeah. And this time, Maria Mirto and Anastasia will be joining in on this event. Yeah, because I convinced them to come to Dubai. Oh, nice. Come to Dubai, guys. It's pretty chill. Dubai is uh, is quite chill, I'd say. According to these guys' stories, really, that's as much as my knowledge of Dubai, Dubai goes. goes. You. That's fair um, enough, man. <laughs> well, we would, uh, again, thank you for being here on this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this Christmas special. Damn, dude, I'm um, a Christmas special. That sounds too fucking dope. I know, right? <laughs> like, this is a special episode that we that we had. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Sir? Google, can you please not... We did not talk to you. No one said Google. Hey, Google, stop. No, yeah, why are you doing this, Google? It's the government spying on us. That's what it is. Exactly, bro. Politics. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to the end. If you think this was at all useful or entertaining, share it with a friend. Don't be selfish. And remember to subscribe to the show on wherever you're listening while you're at it. So I will see you next week, same time, same day, with another stateless mess guest. Home is where the heart is. It's incredible. I thought it was